You're now tuning in to the Journey of an Entrepreneur, where we share real stories and strategies from real entrepreneurs that are out there in the trenches, building their legacy, and making a massive impact. So join us on our journeys and learn actionable tips that will help you grow your brand and make the necessary mindset shifts you need to become one of the elites. We are going to figure out if this is an Android problem or if this is a Facebook problem because I switched from my Note 8 to my iPhone 8 and we will see if this works. Again, if you are here on the live, how are you doing, Jane? We will see if this works. It says adding, so I'm hoping it will get him in here. I'm really hating Facebook right now. Yeah, all my updates are done. There we go. We're here. <laughs> I'm wow. not sure what was going on. I'm, I'm guessing it's an Android problem because I switched from my Note 8 to my iPhone 8. So it's working now. Yes. Yeah, Dude, that was weird because I, <clears throat> I got your notification and it just was taking me to the video. It wasn't like allowing me to get in. Oh, yeah. And then uh, it kept showing the picture. Fun. It kept showing yeah. the picture right on the screen, but I have no idea what was going on. So I'm guessing it was just an Android problem. Oh, word. Right on. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for tuning in today for this live interview with Chad. Chad has been doing some great things over in the real estate industry. And I'm just super happy to have you on here. I know we've talked, I mean, we've been talking for a while now. I've think we've yeah. jumped on a phone call back in like last, last about a year March ago March or something like that yeah and we've just been talking ever since so if All you right. want to just kind of tell everybody a little bit about your story um sure and yeah for sure man um yeah well what I do today is buy multifamily real estate with um with our network of investors um and so I partnered with this team I don't know, 14 months ago, um, I got involved with them on, in very infant stages. I think they were only, um, they were only part of the team for two months before I joined. So, I mean, it was, you know, very, very much start up. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Prior to that though, um, I was doing a lot of self-investing in, in equities markets, Forex markets, cryptocurrency markets. Um, and I had a partnership in, in that space go south, which caused me to lose every all my money. <laughs> I lost everything overnight, man. It was really, really ugly. Um, and so I was really grateful to be able to quickly transition into real estate um, and see results very, very quickly and, and have that platform for a comeback. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know that about you, but I can definitely see how that can be extremely painful. I know I have... <laughs> put my faith into some people and I've lost some money too. I, but that was in the cannabis industry and I know shit can go south that way too, because Oh yeah. Can't really snitch on somebody when they're stealing stuff from you when you're doing stuff that you probably shouldn't be. And, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I know before that, how'd you get 
um, kind of partnered up with these people in the real estate industry? Yeah, for sure, man. It was it's a random, random story, man. I, I'm a huge mountain biker, and uh, I was at I, I just moved out to Colorado. I was riding at this bike park, and uh, you know I just didn't know anybody. And uh, so I, you know, wanted to meet some friends. So everybody I saw who was even my age, you know, I just struck up a conversation with them. And I met this one dude who's now my business partner. Um, but he was putting his bike away in his car. I was taking mine out of my car. I said, sweet bike, man. And uh, one thing led to another. We just kind of rolled the conversation and into what do you do? Oh, I do this. What do you do? He goes, oh, I work with a group of real estate investors. We buy multifamily apartments. Uh, I'm like, no shit, man. I've been wanting to get in real estate for a while. You know, I've been investing in these other things. Um, that's really cool. And so he says to me, um, okay, we have a meetup. Have you, have you heard of meetup groups before? Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. was, there was a lot more up in Minnesota than there is here. And if you go here, it's like the same, like five people. People every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's like, go to, go to my partner, Adam Adams meetup group. Um, and you can meet him and, and meet some people in real estate and just kind of get a feel for the industry, see if it's something you want to do. So, okay, sweet. So I go, and of course, I'm the last person to get there. I find this tiny little seat in the corner. I'm the last person. And now I co-host these meetups. Now that, you know, I'm partners and all this, uh, I co-host and run these meetups. And um, every single time in the very beginning, once everyone gets there and orders their breakfast or lunch, we go around the room and everybody introduces themselves yep. and whatever they do. Right. And so it's my first meeting. I'm late and the mic comes to me first, you know, so I'm like <laughs> super awkward, super weird. And, uh, you know, when you're at these meetups, when, when you're the person who hosts them, everybody wants to come talk to you. And my business partner, Adam, he was that person and I needed to get his attention because I wanted to work with him. Right. So I needed to be on my A game. And so the whole meeting goes by and, um, you know, of course, everyone swarms him to come talk to him. I'm just kind of awkwardly sitting there like shit, like, you know, and so I go, I'm like, sorry, to interrupt, man. Uh, my friend Brad wanted me to come and introduce myself to you and meet and meet you. Um, and I just told him a little bit about myself and what I can do. And uh, here's where it gets interesting. And I think this is where things will really start to pick up for your audience. Um, I got brought into the team solely as an acquisitions guy. Okay. So all I was doing was making calls to brokers and wholesalers and property managers and say, Hey, my name's Chad Whitfeld. Uh, I buy multifamily real estate in your market. Um, I'm looking to do X amount of deals in your market this year. So if you have any inventory that meets my criteria, I really want to be, I want to really want to be on your mind. Right. And so I'd send them my buying criteria, so on and so forth. And man, the results were horrible, dude. I was making like 50 dials a day, man. And, uh, and, and here's, where it, here's where it clicked for me. This older, this older gentleman, he goes, Chad, I really appreciate you calling me, but I have to be honest with you. I get the same phone call at least three times a week. The exact same phone call. I'm like, shit, man. And so, you know, before that, I was thinking, man, I, you know, I'm having these great conversations, you know. Um, I'm going to get a bunch of properties. I'm going to do a bunch of deals this year. It's going to be great. Well, what actually wound up happening is people were sending me, um, empty pieces of land, single family developments, you know, just, just everything under the sun that didn't even meet my criteria. And that is when I like the mindset shift of, okay, this is, this is 28, this is 2017 at the time. This is not how we do things. You don't make, you know, let's, let's level this up. Yeah. And so at the time, 
Uh, I just started really building a following for the trading community uh, in crypto. I started building the following there. And then I realized like, okay, there's something here, right? There's something here. And so I presented it to my partner and say, guys, what if, what if I can position myself, you, and this company so that deals and investors come to us? What if I can do that? Like, that'd be awesome. How can you do that? And so I laid out the blueprint of our marketing plan, which is just very, very personal intent based marketing, um, value driven and educational based marketing. So um, it's, it's, it's had some really, really good results. I mean, we host a lot of meetup groups, a lot of educational seminars and events. Um, but here's something you'll like. I had my partner. Um, he's a little bit more of the face of the company than anybody else. Um, and I, I guess I would say I'm a little bit in the shadows of all that, but yep. it, you know, whatever. So, um, I had, I drafted out a list of 20 topics for real estate investing. What is a cap rate? How to choose your target market, how to underwrite a rent roll, so on and so forth. And I had them record these five minute videos. I pulled them, uh, subtitled them, you know, posted them on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn and made sure, you know, the algorithms were hot and the timing was right. Um, three months ago, we closed a three and a half million dollar 83 unit property that came to us because somebody saw one of his videos on what a cap rate means to a new investor, right? So like this, this content-based marketing, as you know, it yeah. does have real ROIs, you know, it does. But um, so it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think a lot of people, they don't like the content-based marketing because they, they don't see the ROI right away. But if you can just keep throwing content out there, especially evergreen content, the ROI in the long run is so much bigger than just throwing up a few ads and letting it go that right. way. And then if you get like the descriptions right, the um, title right, the SEO on that just boosted all up. Like if you look at Grant Cardone and you really type in like, what is a cap rate? A lot of his videos are like up there and he is doing like millions and millions of dollars a month in real estate just because right. of that positioning. And I, I definitely see you guys headed in that same exact direction. And I've been talking to one of my JV partners that I'm helping her build out a real estate investing program. I'm like, you need to get on social media. You need to start producing content and putting it out there. And she just, right. she's not doing it. And it's just, wow. what, what would you say is like, let's say somebody just does not want to put out content. What would you say is one thing that like, how would you position that is getting them to like, understand like content has the ROI that you need. Look around. Just look around, man. I mean, shit, you know, I tell this to everybody and, and especially in, in podcasts and topics like this, like look around Grant Cardone, Gary V, all the Tony Robbins, Ty Lopez, and say what you will about Ty Lopez, but his content, he, he monster content producer yep. because it has ROI. And here's the thing is I say this all the time. People do business with people, people buy from people. And if you can't find, if you can't get yourself behind creating that median of the relationship online, because uh, I mean, how else are you going to do it? You know, if you just go like, if you just go find somebody's post and like it, 
they're not going to resonate with you. They're not no. going to relate to you. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to feel your emotions. But if your face is there, you know, you put your heart and soul into a piece of content and, um, you know, you genuinely care about the value you're giving, then people are going to relate to you and they're going to want to buy from you over and over and over again. And so it's just like, look around. And if you can't see the ROI, I don't think your eyes are very open. Yeah. Um, as blatant and, and, and dickish as that sounds, but it's just the truth, man. It's, you know, I mean, it's there for a reason. Every single thing, every single ad we see, every single video we see of Gary V's, it's calculated. It's very, exactly. very calculated. It's there for a reason. Um, and it's just kind of modeling it, you know, it really is. Um, between our online presence and our local presence here in Denver, um, we just launched a um, multifamily mastermind to help people here in Denver um, start building uh, multifamily portfolios, whether they're operating on the active side or the passive side. Um, but we had, we had 25 spots, right? It sold out in a day because nice. we had built up and this is paid, you know, several, this is a paid mastermind, several, several thousand dollars. Um, but we had built up so much goodwill, so much rapport and trust with our audience through our content base. Um, one, you know, I mean, you, your pre-launch sells out, you know, yep. like that's, that's the type of results you're looking for. I mean, at least that's the type of results I'm looking for. <laughs> exactly. And, and you, you can't do that if you're not building relationships with people online. And, right. And like, oh, what did I, I heard this quote the other day and it was the quality of your brand determines the quality of your client. And yeah. I, I seen that in the beginning when you guys were just kind of just shooting and firing left and right, just trying to get some shit to work. And then next thing you know, you really start focusing on your brand. You start focusing on the marketing materials. And then all of a sudden you have, you're not out there fighting and hunting people. You're, you're just attracting these big deals to you. And right. that quote just, it, it's going to stay right here. Cause it just, it resonated with me so much. Cause even myself, I attract, I was attracting all these people that just had extremely high expectations, but they wanted to throw in only 500 bucks. And it was all because <laughs> it's all because positioning. Right. Right. Yeah, man, I can really relate. You know, I mean, when, when I first started it, uh, kind of implementing these strategies, man, I had a real problem with quality of deals. Um, just like I said, you know, just getting sent junk and, and, and I even, even at the point where I've got my criteria communicated properly. So at least it met my most basic criteria, but it was still a junk deal. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, having the audience of people that genuinely want to work with us, they spend a lot more time, um, on the, on the quality aspect, making sure that they're sending uh, deals that actually make sense. Um, and it just takes so much time and energy off our plate, which is f fantastic. Um, like right now I have an LOI going out on a 253 unit property that nobody besides us has seen, you know, nobody oh, yeah. is putting offers. I mean, I mean, that's just, you know, whether you understand real estate or not, anyone who's watching this, I mean, it's just a huge leverage to be the first person to have your eyes on something, um, especially in this business. Yeah, definitely. Um, pretty much in, almost in any business, if you can be the first one to throw in a bid, 
you're yeah i mean the percentage of you actually getting that is extremely high especially with that relationship built up in the no like and trust factor already there right. if it's if it's you going into a deal and somebody that they've never met before or somebody that they've just seen here and there it's definitely going to be you getting it especially if that relationship's built up right yeah exactly man it and here's the really interesting thing too is um I'd say 90% of our marketing and branding strategies is all personal. It's yeah. my personal brand. It's my business partner's personal brand. We don't do very much um, on our Facebook business page or Instagram. We don't do very much on it. Um, number one, because Facebook algorithms just don't give you any reach. Exactly. Uh, so we put a lot of our day-to-day -day efforts in our personal brands. Um, and that's where we've been seeing a lot of ROI now. Uh, when I host events, um, in bigger in-person events, I'll run some some paid marketing campaigns. Um, but I always link track, and every single time, no matter what, you know, our our ROI of our personal brands outweighs it every single time. You know, we're always selling more tickets off our personal links, off our podcast links, so on and so forth, than we ever will off the Facebook ads. And this might be something I probably should have said earlier is you know what 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 I would say to somebody who isn't really like buying into the personal brand thing is look you can either put in the time to build your personal brand and ha potentially have an infinite amount of reach and ROI or you can pay Facebook and they can decide for you exactly <laughs> and guess what it might not convert as well it probably won't convert as well so um you know, there's nothing wrong with doing both, but you're, you're, you're by not doing it, by not building your personal brand, by not putting out valuable content, you're just leaving so much on the table that yeah. otherwise to recapture it, you're going to have to pay for, for advertising that might not even convert as well. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's the abundance mindset for sure. Exactly. And your personal brand should always be the umbrella and everything right. underneath of like all of your services, like doesn't really matter if you got like the brute uh, is it blue sprouse blue spruce blue spruce if you got like blue yeah. spruce then your podcast and all of that all of it should be underneath of your personal brand and then because like you said people buy from people it's it's not business to business it's not business to consumer it's human to human and it right. always be human to human it doesn't matter because there's there's always somebody on the other line of the actual like there's somebody on the other line when you're messaging somebody on Facebook. There's somebody on the other line when you're sending out emails on the other line when you're calling people. It's, it's always going to be human to human interaction. And if, if you can't, if you don't have those interpersonal, I think it's in, interpersonal skills, then you're, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle a lot, especially when it comes to business, because again, it's, it's all about relationships. I, one of the speakers at the event that I was in last week, he, he does nothing but Facebook ads and he has been running it for a few huge companies. And he said, wow. everything that I do on Facebook, it doesn't matter whether I'm running an ad or whether I'm just posting a video It's always intent based and it's always intended mm. to build that relationship further. Calculated. Exactly. Oh, calculated. Yeah, man, I agree. And here, here's um, something that really, uh, struck struck home with me the other day is the personal brand it reaches so far beyond just digital yep I mean 
so I, I just got over a pretty nasty cold last week and um, I went to the urgent care to get some, some antibiotics and stuff. And um, my, my doctor comes in and I'm, you know, just telling her what's going on. And she, I said, yeah, I haven't even left my house in a week. Think, you know, I'm so thankful that um, I don't have to go punch a clock and get fired because of this. <laughs> and she, well, what do you do? And I started telling her I buy multifamily real estate, um, you know, just nonchalantly. And at the end of the conversation, my freaking urgent care doctor that I met for the very first time hands me her personal number, says, call me for your next deal. I want in, you know, oh, yeah. it's nonstop. Your personal brand reaches so far. So um, it's not just about creating content. It's about getting your tone right, your, your, your yep. um, values in line. Like what is your, you know, really hone in on it um, and live it. You know, it's, it's you. So whatever your personal brand is, don't make it be, if you're, you know, somebody who's very, very, um, uh, how do I put this? You're very, very out there. You cuss and you do this and you do that. That's your personal brand. Live exactly. it. You know, like don't try and don't try and put yourself in this like poised professional person. If you're not that person, you know, cause it's not authentic and people can see through that stuff. So, um, live it online and offline and uh, the ROI is massive. Exactly. <laughs> and even if you are the person that's sitting there swearing, but yet you still put yourself off professional. Like I, lo I love wearing sport coats. I love wearing suits. Um, I just mm -hmm. call myself a little unprofessional because it's, it's what I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, man. Nothing wrong with it. You own it. You got to own that stuff. Um, and then I guess my last thing I would say <clears throat> still getting over this cough. My last thing I'd say is have your conversions in mind Yep. because this is something that, you know, maybe the person that you're working with, the reason they don't want to is because they're not thinking about the end in mind. They're not reverse engineering the process of, okay, I'm going to make this course. And the first, the very, very first day I launch it, I'm going to do, I want to do a hundred thousand dollars in sales. They're not thinking that way. So there's no true and real reason for them to put the, um, put the time, money, and effort into the personal brand because they don't have their mindset on the ROI in the, in the back end. And so for me, every single thing I do is calculated. Every post I make, every post I make, every video I make, every web, whatever, it's okay, this is exactly how I want people to feel. This is what I want them to do. And this is how I want it to convert into my business. And when you start with the end in mind and reverse engineer the process, that is when you can start creating really good content that's actually going to mean something in your business. You're not just doing it just to feel good about yourself and get a bunch of likes on your posts. Like who cares? You know, nobody cares how many likes you get if it's not has any ROI in your business. Yep. So, get, you know, that's my last bit of advice, man. Just get stupid calculated with it. Um, and, and that's how I make it work, man. That's how I honestly can say that I've done multi-million dollar deals from a Facebook post or a video or, or I've, you know, I've had somebody invest $150,000 into one of my deal just by having the right conversation with them um, at the bike park or at the dirt bike trails or at the doctor's office, all personal branding. Um, and the deeper and deeper and more calculated you can get with it, the more you can own it, the more you can convert it. Exactly. And I know, um, Andrew Hodo's on here and he was the real estate agent that sold our townhouse when we were up there. And just from his personal brand, 
it was on the market for about a week and then we already had an offer in wow. it was well it's like 99.8 percent cash because it was a thousand dollars under and all of that was all done because he focused on his personal brand and he he positioned himself as somebody that people go to for the real estate and right. it, it really is like it's it's super powerful and people just don't understand that like yes you might have a company but you are the company and even with um like Gustin Gustin Swinkiss he's working with a company right now and he was pretty much talking with the owner and he's like dude we need to get you the face of the company and the guy's like people don't want to see me I'm fat and <laughs> Gusman was like, dude, just go out there and just make funny jokes like that. Because he said the dude was just extremely funny. And just people That's love awesome. that. People love when you're yourself and they really connect with that. So right. my bit of advice is just just go out there. Just be yourself. Be who, be who the fuck you are. And just go yeah. out there and just do it. And just double down on it. Because your personal brand is it's it's what people are going to know it's what people are going to connect with they're not going to connect with your company they're going to connect with the people in your company and if, if you have employees as well you want them to work on their personal brand because the more that they can build their own brand the more that they're going to support your own brand as well and it just it all just needs to be in correlation with one another absolutely ma'am absolutely and and here's the thing too just to to piggyback off that and, and I think this is one thing that a lot of people struggle with on buying in to buy, building a personal brand is no matter what, no matter what you do and no matter how good you are at it, you're going to have people who hate on you. Yep. It's just going to happen. Okay. And so you need to understand the, the concept of polarization. Takashi 69 kills it with polarization because people love them or they hate them. And it's just, that's part of the personal brand. And within your personal brand, you want your ideal client to love you. Exactly. And you want, or you want those garbage can uh, nightmare clients to hate you and never want to work with you because it's better for everybody. So like, be okay with that polarization. Be okay with your audience dividing and people hating on you. It's, it's fine, man. Like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, I'm happy you said something about that. I know like the first six months of me actually starting my online career, yeah. I had so many people just hate on me because I have neck tattoos. I was, I was trying to do marketing <laughs> for um, like real estate agents and I had real estate agents commenting on my Facebook ad saying, I'd never buy anything from a kid with neck tattoos. Wow. And it, it really just discouraged me. And then all yeah. of a sudden I was like, you know what? Fuck these people. Like these aren't people I want to work with anyways. I'm going to attract the people that I do and I'm going to repel the people that I don't and Amen. fuck them. Like it, it, it doesn't really matter because if I can niche down into people that actually want to work with me, then I'm not going to get these nightmare clients that I was attracting right. in the past. And people don't understand that. They think they're going to just leave money on the table, but yet they can charge more money in the long run, when they start attracting those dream clients and people that actually correlate with their brand. And I'm all right. for working with people that correlate with who I am because you don't want to work with somebody that you're going to butt heads. They're just, they just don't understand who you are. And once you can get on that like intimate level with your clients, it's just, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. Like it really is. Yeah. <laughs> That's huge, man. That's huge.
Yeah. One, one, one last thing that um, just kind of struck, struck my mind was a lot of my clients and people that I've coached, they always say, well, when I post content, nobody engages with it. And they hate the fact that they're putting time and money uh, or not necessarily money, but time and effort into something that nobody's engaging with. Yep. And, and here's the number one thing that most people don't understand about Facebook is it's, it's an algorithm. It's a marketplace, right? Exactly. So if you're not the type of person to go and engage with other people, Facebook just isn't showing your, your content to people. So what I do is I only accept friend requests once a week. That's it. And I don't know how many I get, but every time I go and accept them, number one, I go and check to make sure they're not some uh, scammer from Nigeria and, and I'm going to get flooded with, with spam. <laughs> That's the first thing I check. Number two, I accept the friend requests. I send them a personalized, personalized message. What's and up, then I Cole? go and – what's that? I was just saying what's up to Cole. He waved. So I oh, gotcha. Back. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, accept the friend request, and then I go and send them a personalized message that says something like, Hey, Michael, appreciate you reaching out with a friend request. Hope you have a killer productive day. That's it. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying, Hey, I'm Chad. I buy real estate. I can give you great returns. All, you know, all I'm just warming, warming up the relationship. And then I'll go and engage on one or two, probably two of their uh, content with a like and a comment. And now what this does is warms the Facebook algorithm up because Facebook is going to show you content from people who you interact with the most. So the more people you can have more interactions with, um, the better off your content is going to rank, the better off your content is going to get engagement. Um, and I'll be honest, you know, when I get, when I post a piece of content and it gets very, very, very low engagement, I reverse engineer and figure out, okay, why yep. was the content bad? Or did I post it at the wrong time? Was my messaging off? Did it come off cocky? What, what's going on here? But, um, it happens, man. It happens to everybody. You know, I yep. see, I see posts from Grant Cardone getting like 35, 40 likes sometimes. Um, it just happens. So don't let it discourage you and do what you can in your favor to mitigate that. Yeah, definitely. I, I love that. I know what I've been doing recently is I've actually been sending video messages to people. Nice. Just kind of just interacting that way, especially when it's like their birthday. I'll record a video message and I'll be like, hey, I just wanted to tell you real quick happy birthday and it really just sets you apart from the rest yeah there's very few people that are actually filming a video and sending it over right. to them and saying happy birthday absolutely man that's an awesome idea that's a great way to create a fan with, yep. with low effort that's awesome exactly you know. another thing um if you notice like if, if you're good at making like cover photos and shit one thing that i i, I did a few times is when somebody would send me a friend request, I noticed that their cover photo was completely out of whack. So I'd go into Canva, build them a cover photo, accept the friend request and say, hey, I seen your cover photo. Wasn't as um, optimized as it could be. I just wanted to send you this over. If it doesn't fit, let me know and I'll fix it for you. And nice. Like, dude, it, it works so well. Like people were like, dude, when can we schedule a phone call and just get on the phone and really get to know each other? And That's these one, two ladies, I got on the phone with them and we started talking about my past and their past and everything. And one of the ladies literally just started crying and she's like, dude, you know, I've, I've been where you are and if there's any way that we can help you along the way of your journey, definitely let us know. And just building wow. those relationships is so powerful. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. That's, that's awesome. I, I applaud you for that. That's Thank very you. Great, for sure.
it's it's really you got to get creative when grant cardone says he's like if you're in a slump you got to do some creative ass shit to get out of it and just <laughs> set yourself apart otherwise you're just going to blend in with the crowd yeah that's so true man it's so true yeah definitely dude so we will wrap this up um if you want to let people know where they can kind of contact you get to get to know you a little sure. better and yeah um just add me here on Facebook. My name should be somewhere around here. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's just at CW underscore invests. Um, post a decent bit of content there too. So feel free to reach out. Um, always happy to help people out. So hell yeah. Thank you again for being on here. You guys have a great rest of your day and go hustle hard. Thanks, Michael.